Welcome back to another episode of What's Your Jersey? I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji. We have lots to talk about this week. Um, I just did a little dance when I announced my podcast name, and the person I have on this week has a lot to say about dancing. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I am very excited about that. Mm-hmm. You're, I think, my first guest that I'm actually talking about dancing with. Really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love, well, it's my favorite sport, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I actually, I had someone... Right, kind of like a weird comment about it being a sports podcast. And I just want to make a disclaimer, guys. It's not a sports podcast. It's just a podcast about, it's kind of a play on words. Like your jersey is where you're from and what you're about and yeah. what your deal is. Because you're from New Jersey. <laughs> exactly. So that is your jersey. That's my jersey. Yeah. And um, we do a whole section, which you're going to get to do, called Just Enough with Jacqueline. Oh, good. And it's just so you could talk just enough about sports for the week. Perfect. Um, yeah, guys. But I'm just going to introduce you. Please do. <laughs> you've been talking for a minute. It's <laughs> fine. Um, you've done a lot of stuff. I have. Which is cool. Some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've been on Last Call with Carson Daly. You've been on The Roast Battle for Comedy Central. You've been on Dirty, Sexy, Funny with Jenny McCarthy. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that your mom saw? Did your mom come see or your mom? I remember way back when we were at a really glamorous place called Rock Papers Open Mic. (laughs) You were like one of the first conversations we had. You were like, my mom loves dirty, sexy, funny or something. Maybe we came through when it was when when we came through New Jersey or something. We did Magic City. And you were like, she's obsessed. Yeah. So (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. Thanks so much. I'm so glad I'm reaching moms everywhere. (laughs) Bombshellin is pretty sassy. I would imagine nothing less. (laughs) She's like a like she on the outside looks like an angel. And then all of a sudden she'll say something really dirty or curse a lot. I love that. And that's my favorite kind of like dirty. Same. (laughs) You know, like where you're not expecting. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> it's really good. It um, is. And well, Justine Marino, guys. Oh, yeah, this that's is, my name. Uh, that's her. Um, thank you. <laughs> thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. How are you? How was I'm, your weekend? It was good. Um, I hung out with Blair. Also, my, my dog Blair is here. Blair. She's in the building. Can you so. tell everyone where they could find Blair on Instagram? Um, her Insta is at Blair the basic bitch, just like it sounds. <laughs> She's very basic. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, my weekend was good. I'm trying to think. Oh, I went to the pool and danced poolside. I loved that video. Thank you. It's one of my greats. You have no fear. Like Justine <laughs> has like a tight little body, but like you could not pay me to dance in a bikini and post it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was really good. You um, look hot. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we did that. And then I went to uh, just a birthday party at the old pikey you know i like, love the pikey they have really good cosmos there. they do yes. and they actually have really good food too really I've, i don't think i've ever had the food well i used to be fat so i have <laughs> is that why you're funny i feel like all former chubby kids are really funny yes that's 100 <laughs> percent why i'm funny like i was always the fat funny friend all my friends were petite because i like had a cute face but i was a little bit thicker than the other girls and i feel like that makes it okay that you were thicker yeah totally i still rolled with the hot girls but i was like the funny friend you know (laughs) yeah you knew your role yeah i knew it (laughs) what was your favorite thing to eat after school a lot of people ask me this (laughs) 
I have to say Pop-Tarts were really a big Whoa, thing Strawberry? For strawberry. With frosting, uh, though. Always with frosting. It's not the same. Not frosting doesn't, like, unfrosted doesn't even really save you that many calories, so it's just kind of a big waste of time. Yeah. It's yeah. just, yeah. It's so funny how frosting can make everything better. It can make or break you, yeah. you know? <laughs> I first heard of Justine because you used to bring cupcakes to comedy shows. That is true. I, <laughs> again, used to be fat, and, um, no, I... I would bring cupcakes to all my shows mostly because I was just starting out and I wanted to get booked again. And I think, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to like be remembered. So yeah, I used to bring cupcakes everywhere. And then finally I got okay at stand up enough to not have to bring (laughs) cupcakes. And then everyone was like, wait, where are the cupcakes? And I was like, guys, I'm worthy without cupcakes. Um, I had to stop though, because I, a lot of people wouldn't eat them and I would end up eating all of the cupcakes on the way home. That's what's going to happen when you leave. I have a whole spread of cupcakes out. Well, I mean, it's so, I feel so terrible because I was rehearsing with our other friend, Craig Lowe, and then we decided to walk up to grab a snack and I mentioned it. And then Jacqueline was like, oh, I have snacks. And I was like, cool. Deep into a veggie grill, all like kale Caesar salad. And then I also got this husk of corn like I Ooh. ate a full husk of corn that in public just now so, like summer ready for you it really was I felt like I went to a fair today <laughs> you kind of did I did there's candy here there is candy yeah I there's hummus <laughs> it's a very odd combination of food happening but right oddly now. it's all my favorite thing LaCroix cupcakes oh. hummus and Sour Patch Kids <laughs> <laughs> this is actually all my exact rider, you know? I secretly knew that because I'm <laughs> psychic. Rider. Speaking of riders, um, let's get into Just Enough so everyone knows what to talk about oh, this week with yes. sports. Totally. <laughs> yes. Which has nothing to do with riders. I don't know why I said oh, that. Oh, no. It's good. <laughs> it was um, a seamless transition. <laughs> right, guys? It's happening. Um, you know what's happening? Nothing in sports right now. That's what sucks. Yeah. I was going to say, are there any sports on like, even right now? I mean, the only thing that happened, like Major League Baseball, they had their all-star game, oh. which, you know, cool. Did anyone cool sing the national anthem? <laughs> no, not that I know of. Damn. Unfortunately, I did learn that on the winning team, each player gets $20,000. Really? Yeah. You get like one big huge bonus for playing one game holy shit i know it's that's, like sign me up yeah that's crazy yeah i and now i'm, I'm gonna watch next i year. mean i <laughs> guess it makes sense now that i think about it but shit yeah man. i didn't know that i thought they were just playing out of like the goodness of their hearts yeah nope that's not it that's fine is that for that's for every every player on the winning team so of like every game of just <laughs> no i was like just just the world series right just the world series oh, okay i was like damn i gotta get good at baseball fast actually no the all-star game not the- oh just the all-star game no no people who actually play in the regular season don't get shit <laughs> they don't get anything no but they also did change a rule normally if you're the winning team at the all-star game you also get home field advantage in the world series Oh, they're not doing that this year. Oh, shit. I know. Now they're basing it on your season. I know this is like a lot for you to handle. It is. The only baseball, (laughs) full disclosure, that I follow is if the Red Sox are in the World Series. That's the only time I actively watch baseball. Okay. So I Googled you, even though I know you, I just like to find like weird facts about it's okay. Yes, totally. (laughs) Thanks Um, for Googling me. I'm glad someone did. I'm sure you got alerts or something. (laughs) Totally. They're like the one person. Exactly. Um, It said you were born in Boston. I thought you were from Denver. I am from Denver, but I was 
born in Boston. I lived there till I was five and my mom's whole family is back there. But I grew up in Denver, so I don't really claim Boston unless the Red Sox are in the World Series. And then I'm the biggest bandwagon Bostonian wow. in life. Wow. Yeah. I'm a huge Yankees fan. So you it's, are? it's like rivalry time. Yeah, it is. When I was in college, they I went to school, University of Rhode Island. So it was all like city kids, Boston kids and Jersey kids. Right. And it was when Red Sox and Yankees were in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Literally, there was cars like on fire in the middle of our quad. Oh, I remember that. It was insane. Yeah. No, I've never experienced anything like that. It's They go crazy over there. I it's feel like Boston nutty. fans are a little scrappier than us. So scrappy. <laughs> So scrappy. Also, my mom is from a town called Brockton, which is so ghetto. Um, When I did that Dirty, Sexy, Funny special with Jenny McCarthy, Donnie Wahlberg is from, you know, they're all, of course, from uh, Boston. Mm. And when I told him my mom is from Brockton, he was like, oh, shit, I'm not going to fuck with you. Brockton girls are ghetto. Like, (laughs) just flat out. It's a little bit trashy, you know. It's so funny because I always wondered. I'm like, you don't strike me as like Denver. Like you strike me as like a chick that would have grown up in the middle of the city. Yeah. Like you remind me of like a Jersey Italian. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, my dad's from Long Island. I at heart, I'm from that's what I'm a I'm East Coast Italian at heart. But like my dad got transferred. He's a producer and he got transferred to work at stars and encore in Col- which is based in Colorado. A lot oh. of people don't know that, no. but it's very random. <laughs> okay. So yeah, um, we're city folk at heart, you I, know, I get it. You have you so many it. layers. I, I have a Justine. lot of layers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Um, you know, who also has a lot of layers, uh, Connor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. Oh, <laughs> really good transition. <laughs> They were both wearing a lot of layers, so they just did, it's called a presser, which is like, they have a huge fight coming up on August 26th. Okay. And it's, they basically did like a press junket thing where like, they get all hyped up and they like, one of them was in a suit and the other one was in like a hoodie and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were talking shit to each other. And it's just so funny because like Connor's from the MMA Mm -hmm. and like Floyd is like a boxer, legit boxer. Right. And Connor was talking all this shit. He was like, I'm going to break your face. <laughs> and like, oh, shit. And Floyd, his thing, like all Floyd was saying was work hard determination. And he was just like focused on like being kind of classy about yeah. it, which is funny because he like punches chicks. I know. I love it. <laughs> but at the same time, the only thing I know about Floyd is when he got into the beef with 50 Cent. Do you remember that? No. And 50 Cent said he couldn't read. And he just, I think, posted up. I might be, I'm totally might be off on this story. The details but he posted I think a picture of his paycheck which was like millions of dollars and he was like read this bitch basically like clap back so hard so I respect that yeah respect right that's kind of his thing actually at the presser he held up a hundred million (laughs) dollar check you can't just pull up your checks as a defense you know right (laughs) now like now it's like okay we get it it. all right yeah I mean that works once but twice no we know you can't read it's okay I feel like the way they were acting though like reminds me of being at your (laughs) stand-up yeah show um we could talk about that now oh the dance dance oh you mean stand up to the streets next one is august 1st at 8 p.m where is it the belly room of the world famous comedy store thank you you guys should all go is it sold out already i feel like every time i go it's absolutely sold out. it's always sold out but i mean you can probably maybe get tickets online i don't know when this is gonna air but the next two days oh okay so yeah get tickets online at the comedy store we have 
a really special lineup. The last time we had Anthony Burrell. Do you know who he is? Mm-hmm. From Mariah's World. <laughs> and he also choreographed the Formation World Tour. Uh, he, like, was our guest dance judge. So, yeah. We're getting really good lineups and judges. Can you tell? Oh, so, I call my listeners meatballs. Oh, yes. Who doesn't love a meatball? Can you tell the meatballs, like, how the show goes <laughs> I can I'm so glad you asked um so basically I love dance shows so I wanted to create a dance battle comedy show so this show opens with me and my co-host Heidi Heaslet. uh we do an opening number and then as with any dance battle the comics do stand-up comedy um <laughs> No, they just do that so we can get people to do the show. So you're allowed to do it at the comedy yeah, store? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we get the comedy out of the way, and then we get to the dancing. We also have judges. So there are two comic judges. One of them is always Justin Martindale, and then we always rotate a guest comic judge, and then we have a dance expert in, and then they judge the dance rounds. So the dance rounds are the first one is duets. So I have two people on my team, and Heidi has two people on her team, and they – in. In theory, they're supposed to get together and work on a routine together, and then they perform it. Do they always? My team always does, and Heidi's team never does, and her team always wins. (laughs) My team prepares so much, and they always lose, but she gets... I think she gets the better dancers. I feel like she does actually. Yeah. I've seen it a few times, and... Yeah. She gets the better... I mean, it's fine, but um, she has more like natural kind of just like she hood. has the black dancer. Yeah, she has the black. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. I didn't want to go there, it's but we're fine. Going there. It's fine. Everyone knows. Um, yeah, anyone who's been to the show, they're like Justine. You know, you have black friends. Just ask them to be on your team. What are you doing? <laughs> Come on, jeez. Yeah. So, if it was a cooking competition with cupcakes, I they'd know. ask you. I know. That's true. That's really true. <laughs> Don't feel um, bad. I know. I do though, because I always my I ask. I'll ask. Some like low or like the people when I ask, I'm like, you'll be on my team and then we'll book another like great like uh, Chris Red or and then because I've already gotten mine. I'm so type A, so I'm always booking my team you first. Should wait. You should I need wait to wait and maybe just freestyle it a little bit. I know I should. I think we, we should try this one in August. Yeah. Yeah, we should. <laughs> I'm waited out. I feel like August I could really. I could really bring it, though. I think this is your time. It's my time, you guys. <laughs> it's your time to shine. We've done five shows that I've lost, and I think num- lucky number six, as they say. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. So, the- so then they do solos, and then there's an all-out dance battle at the end, and it's very stupid and silly. And we have the... It's so fun. We have the DJ from Roast Battle, so Which it's is, fun. Um, well, that you were on Roast Battle I on was. I was. I lost. I just have a losing streak. <laughs> when it's comedy, I come to lose. <laughs> You come to be funny and you're just funny and that's it. I mean, a lot of people said I was robbed on Roast Battle. I 100% agree with that. Sarah Silverman said I was robbed, so I'm happy with that. That's winning in my book. I think so too. And apparently John Hamm stopped by uh, a viewing party and also said I was robbed. So I won in my... You won the whole thing in my eyes. I did. I mean... Please. Yeah. I, I can't even name who won. Oh, actually, I can. Frank Castillo. Yeah. Anyway, he's he's great. He's great. I love him. <laughs> Congrats, Frank. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but Justine, like, kind of won. <laughs> I know. I mean, did John Hamm? No. No. Um, this is actually, this is sports related, but more related to our girl, um, the queen, Britney Oh, Spears. I know what you're going to share. <laughs> uh, guys, 
uh, supposedly Britney's team is pimping her out to do the Super Bowl halftime show this year. Yeah, that's my jersey. That's that's <laughs> Justine's jersey. Yeah, Britney is my jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she texted me when I asked her to do this. She's like, I don't give a fuck about sports. I'm like, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I but I love Britney. Tell, um, us, tell us when you started to love Britney. When did this start? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. It was at an NSYNC concert way back in like 1998 and she was opening for them and I was like, oh, this girl. And then I bought her album and it was amazing. And then everything she's done since she's had her ups and downs personally, but she's always put out pretty, pretty good music. Good music. Yeah. Yeah. She's had a few hits on every album, even Blackout, which was during her, you know, that that shouldn't have happened. Yeah. No, but during that meltdown, you know, she did it though. You know, What's funny is I used to live in Studio City and I lived in, I don't know if I've told you this before. I used to hang out with her first husband, Jason Alexander. Like hang out or date? No, hang out. <laughs> he dated, he was dating a girl who looked just like Britney and her name was Britton, like Great Britain. Okay. Yeah. And we would all hang out and he came to my family. He and my mom have the same birthday. We had like a little birthday celebration for them. He came to my family's thanksgiving and smoked pot and like all Wait, the neighbors got post mad. britney post britney wow mm-hmm. look at you i know <laughs> not to brag did he give you any scoop on brit i mean he said that it was really he was really hurt because i think they told him that he was signing a prenup or something and really they were annulment papers Oof. yeah <laughs> I know. I mean, this is all, I mean, who knows? But if that's true, damn Britney's lawyers. But her dad worked, uh, lived in this complex too. And I would watch him work out and I'd just be like, fuck, like you made Britney Spears. You hit the jackpot. Like Britney's, that's half Britney Spears right there. You know, some powerful sperm. That's great. No. Oh, Blair. Blair's like, Blair's moving. There's like, I'm more of a Christina fan. This is the most calm I've ever seen her. Oh, I know. She must feel safe here. She's psycho at first. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to fall asleep. I'm over you guys. Uh, I thought it would be fun. Okay. So first I want to talk halftime. And then I figured instead of doing any more just enough stuff, we'll do a quick little Britney like question like round. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know. I love her. Mm -hmm. But after Lady Gaga. Yeah. And like Beyonce and Bruno Mars, I just don't know if she can bring it as hard as all of them. I'm scared. I'm a little scared. Yeah, I'm scared. Because her Vegas show's ending. So this this is like her next big thing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we've already seen you do what you do. I know. <laughs> and I know. Like not to, like the bar is raised so high now. Yeah. I mean, they'd have to really get it together just because it's like at the MTV VMAs. Remember <laughs> she performed? Ugh, in that yellow outfit. With, sorry, ugh. just I just burped everyone. Yeah. Um, I threw up on the inside. Yeah, thinking about um, the performance. Yeah, I mean it was just, but also what a disadvantage to put her up right after Beyonce does like that was some mean girl shit right it there. It was mean girl <laughs> shit. You don't I was, do that. I was like, this is her first time back in forever. <laughs> You're gonna have her go after Beyonce's like. <laughs> basically, it was a Beyonce concert with a few awards given out. You know, like. Beyonce's never performed longer. I know. That was the <laughs> longest shit. And it was incredible. It was, I mean, she took a baseball bat and hit the camera. Yeah. I like, mean, you don't. That's the closing number. That is not the. Let's throw Britney up and have her like grab g Easy's dick right after Beyonce hits the with the. No. No. That's just VMAs. It was really 
really sad. <laughs> Some shady shit. It was shady. I liked it though. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't mad at it. Yeah. It was entertaining. I but. wanted her. I mean, I still, <laughs> I'm so lame. I still will watch. I'll get stoned and watch like old Britney performances. Always. From, like, I, the early 2000s. Come on. Uh, <laughs> and then I actually, that research if you can call it that came into play when I was telling you I was writing on that 90s house show so I was like see it wasn't a waste of time everyone who said this was always a waste of time it's never a waste of time to deep dive into Britney performances I don't think so nope Uh, I mean I loved Slave for You with the Snake but I have to say the The oops oops, the striptease nothing's ever gonna beat that nope nothing will look better yeah well we (laughs) when I was in college which I'm not reminiscing about the college days. It's cool. My life's great now. Yeah. <laughs> but we did my sorority. They had a Greek week and there was always a lip sync competition. Ooh. And I, one year choreographed, it was a whole Britney medley. So we had like all the different like Britney's in it and oh, we fun. used all the original choreography. <sighs> it was one of my proudest moments in life. I love it. Yeah. That's if I ever do your show, it's, there's definitely going to be a solid Britney medley. Oh yeah. You're gonna do. Oh <laughs> yes. Oh, I can't wait. Oh yes. Cause oh, I know yes. you guys did Oops, I did it again, but we're going to like bring it. I, I saw Dana Moon and they did circus. Was that what they did? No, Dana did, um, they didn't do any Britney. No, I remember. One of them was like the lion. They did one Britney song. No, Dana did. They did. Um, they did the um, Magic Mike as their duet. Okay. And then um, Dana did My Neck, My Back. Yes. And then um, JMS did Walk It Out with a Walker. They wanted to do Britney, and I was like, I love Britney. I was like, but for sure do my neck, my back. Okay. Maybe I saw a rehearsal video of oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's what I saw. Oh, you did see that. Because I was jealous of it. No, yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't end up using it, though. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. it's still yours. It's all good. Okay, all right. This is a fire oh my Britney God. round. Um, what's your favorite Britney tour? Ooh. <laughs> uh, you know what? I love that that from that video I posted the other day, the live from Las Vegas. I think that must have been the Slave for You tour. That was the what Once was Upon it? a Dream. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> the one, whatever it was, it was like Slave for You was part of it. That was when that there was album, the rain at uh-huh. the end, and that album was uh, my favorite. I'm a Slave for You album as yeah. well, for sure. Yeah, so good. Oh, God, we're going to have fun at the end of this. Um, okay, so the next question was your favorite album. <laughs> I'm asleep for you. What's your... Fuck, but I don't know because Oops, <laughs> I did it. It's like I listen to these out al- and they're all so good. I would say between Oops and Slave, though. I mean, I liked the most recent one, but... Ugh, I did. You know, the most recent one was good, too. Yeah, there was a lot on there. It's the, the only thing I can't get over with the, n- the newer stuff is I know it's not the same level of performance value mm-hmm. and dancing as it was back I mean I don't know what happened but like I don't know how someone's body physically could not just move the same way it's after weird. a mental breakdown yeah <laughs> maybe I'm being an asshole you but being dicks right now I know but but seriously but like, why is there like the magic is gone yeah it is gone and it's like she just kind of stands in the same place and, and just like, does like these weird these arm moves and it's we're like, doing moves right now guys yeah we are but the worst was in the slumber party video I'll try and describe this so all the listeners can know what I'm talking about but she lays on the side uh on her side on the ground and she taps the floor three times it's like that is not dancing what are you doing you're laying down 
bitch, get up. <laughs> I do have to say that was a throwback to a Fosse dance move. Oh my I God, like. it was? Yes. That's hilarious. It was from Take Off With Us, which is Cold Hearted Snake Music Video oh. is the choreography from that. I mean, I was just like, girl, that makes me feel a little bit better because I was like, she has lost her mind. <laughs> like, what is happening? I mean, yeah, there was a lot in that video that was like, okay, we're uh, reaching. I know. Also, I mean, her lips. I'm, uh, But other than that, I love her. She's my favorite. I would, she's my girl. I love you, Brittany. <laughs> You're my girl, Blue. Yeah, basically. <laughs> What's your um, favorite worst Brittany fashion moment? Um, I mean... I I have to go with the denim on <laughs> denim the denim like get up with Justin matching oh, and it's yeah. a strapless gown that's denim with like she a rhinestone. Hot in it, she did look really hot, but like there was like a Brighton collectibles esque belt that she had it belted. I was it, once gifted a Brighton belt and it's still in my parents' like closet in their house. <laughs> I dated that's hilarious. I dated a guy whose mom worked at Brighton Collectibles, so he would give me these sets and I, I mean I wear a choker and maybe a couple rings and I don't wear a ton of jewelry but yeah. he would give he would give me these sets that his mom had picked out that were like matching earrings that matched a necklace that matched a bracelet nope. and I would have to like wear this old lady jewelry around her and like act like I loved it and it was you must have really loved him I mean we were together for three years so I was like I guess <laughs> but um, sorry, I burped again. You poor thing. I know it's all the Lacroix mixed yeah. with all my veggie grill. They never have the pomplemousse fa- flavor. Is that because you buy it at CVS and they run out of it? I have not bought it at <laughs> CVS yet. Um, we usually get it at Whole Foods, or but they don't have pomplemousse either. It's kind of hard to find. It's really hard to find pomplemousse these days. <laughs> I have coconut in my refrigerator right now. <gasps> That's my favorite. It is that with a little vodka is a really Ooh, good cocktail. Yeah, so you know, good guys. to know. I love it's the worst fashion moment I think she's ever had but like I love it because it makes me laugh it was that orange and pink fedora with oh, the feather yeah. I mean the, she looked good in that too it was but the yeah worst. it was bad oh no 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 there was also the first time she went to I think the VMAs she was wearing this like Ooh, purple this. fuzzy and then these weird <laughs> pants and in the photo she's like She's making this scared she face. Had, like, green eyeshadow and yeah. the longest it extensions. It was weird. My favorite look of hers is the black lace that oh, she so wore. Good. The Dolce Gabbana mm-hmm. short yeah, mini that dress. Yeah, that was But also, what's wrong with her extensions? Because like, how she have they got the money to fix That's them. what I'm saying. How have they gotten worse <laughs> since you've made more money? I don't, I don't understand. There's ways to fix that. Like, you can see where they're sewn in. Like, there's such a clear they line. they separate. They separate it so bad. I have a good friend who she dances on her Vegas thing. And I don't know. <gasps> what? <laughs> Yeah. what she would be a great job i was just gonna say <laughs> she's on tour with britney in like uh, the east right like they're in like japan right now I know they were yeah i think they might be back um i'm trying to get her on what's her jersey if she ever comes back to la um come back and yeah, do our show do the show yeah sarah mitchell she's amazing um we met <laughs> uh she cast me in a jewish play about purim perfect <laughs> that she was the choreographer of. amazing <laughs> you know like very on brand with yeah Jacqueline Marfuji and Sarah Mitchell yeah totally <laughs> so on brand <laughs> but I learned a lot about 
Purim. And Perfect. <laughs> yes, it was great. You need that every now and then, you know? <laughs> but we both bonded over like our love of like kind of Fosse and jazz dance styles. Yeah. And I think we were both going through like breakups at the same time. Perfect. So dancing and breakups, it's like, come they on. They go hand in hand. Yeah. You can dance all the feelings out, <laughs> you know? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but she said at one point when they first started doing the tour, the only thing Britney was allowed to control was her hair. So like there was a time like when I went to see it, she was brunette. And it didn't make sense because all the dancers were brunette. Right. So, like, she didn't stand out because all the dancers were better than her. Right. And so, maybe she just likes her hair to look kind of, like, trashy and weird extension-y. Maybe. I don't know. I just, yeah. I mean, looking back at the early, like, 2000s and late 90s, it's like, you had extensions here, too, and they look fine. look pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should send her. I have a good hairstylist out yeah, here from Chris McMillan. Maybe, but We're, all from love. It's all from love. We're just trying to help you be. Yeah. Well, she's not B. Beyonce's B. Probably. Brit. 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 Um, what would Britney's tagline be if she was a real housewife of New Jersey? Ooh. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. And Does that count? Drop. Yeah. Yes, that counts. Right? <laughs> That's perfect. Yes. <laughs> I want she needs to marry her like little like play toy boyfriend. Oh my god, she does. Marry him and then get on a real housewife show. Yes. It's Britney bitch. I would watch the shit out of that. We need chaotic part two. I was just gonna bring up chaotic. <laughs> Thank you. Um yeah, chaotic. Remember they would just it was so weird. They had like didn't they have some night vision cameras? Which too? is so creepy. It was so creepy and weird. And she was in this, uh, it was just, that time was a rough time. It was the best though, because I feel like reality shows now are so contrived and like, yeah. you know, everything's planned and yeah. like with chaotic and even newlyweds with Justin and like, they kind of just were doing them and like yeah. had cameras there. Like it wasn't as. I loved newlyweds. I know. I miss them. I I really kind of wish that Jessica and Nick had worked out. <laughs> My, I just watched it for the juicy sweatsuit game. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. And I remember my boyfriend and I would watch it together and really relate to them. Probably why we didn't work yeah, out. Yeah, you didn't work out yeah. because of that. <laughs> um, they weren't met for each other. Yeah, no, and neither were we. Uh, mostly because of his mom's shitty Brighton jewelry <laughs> collection. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I loved newlyweds. I love that. Um, I feel like, yeah, that's. I think we did all the Britney stuff. I mean, That's yeah, a lot of Britney. It There's going to be Britney, Britney later on. We'll get to that. Okay, good. Yeah. There's a whole lyrics thing. It's fine. But I want to get to what your jersey is. Oh, yes. Okay. So you were born in Boston. Yes. Do you remember? Like, I was, like you were so young. Do you remember that? I at remember all? a little bit. And I've gone back since. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I remember a little. But um, I feel like I remember eating ice cream walking down the street <laughs> obviously eating is the crux eating. of all my memories I love it that's great <laughs> yeah no. and then you moved to Denver did you feel like the weird kid that like showed up and didn't blend in or were you just like in yeah I mean there were a couple moves in between also I lived in Atlanta and Milwaukee very briefly so by the time I got to Denver which was I was eight by then I um was used to moving and I was like, eh. whatever. But I was a little bit shy and reserved, I think, because like everywhere where I had started to meet friends, I had to leave, you that know? That happened to me. We moved like six times before I was the age of like 10. Yeah. 
and it was like California, New Jersey, like back and forth. Where were you born? I was born in New Jersey. Okay. And then we moved twice throughout New Jersey. Then we moved to California and then moved twice again in New Jersey. Yeah. So you get it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, can we just fucking figure something out? Uh, Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. I was never like really, really shy, but I was never like class clown. Yeah. Neither was I. I was quiet and judging. I would say I was more writery when I was younger, Mm -hmm. you know? And then um, when I kind of found my friend group and, like, my, like, core friend group that I went through high school with and I'm still good friends with, it was, like, sixth, seventh grade. And that's when I really got silly and kind of came into my own and would do weird act outs and make people videotape me like I had my own show because Jenny McCarthy had her own show she had that sketch show on MTV after singled out do you remember that was it called the Jenny McCarthy show yes I was obsessed with her when I was Same. little I, I bought her album she had like a CD I was obsessed with her <laughs> obsessed posters yes any Rolling Stone she was on the cover of I was like, like yeah goals yeah. I love she was her. I was like she's so pretty and she's farting and funny and stuff <laughs> I always loved blondes because I looked nothing like them. Yeah, too. I liked blondes a lot too. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I also really liked like Jennifer Love Hewitt. I had so, I, I had one period of time where I just like in my mirror. This is kind of creepy to say, but I had a cut. I had like pictures, like magazine covers, lining the entire frame of the mirror I of mean, Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> you were like a thirteen-year-old boy. I was like, am I a lesbian? What's happening? Um, I just think because I was not the pretty one. Like I was like, maybe if I just look at them, I'll become pretty. Oh yeah, I wasn't the pretty one either. I was like the dance one. I was mm. a dancer and I performed and I I always like shopped at like Limited too, which oh, was cool and not yes. cheesy at that point. Yes. So like I had like cute clothes. But I was never like stunningly gorgeous or like particularly hot. Yeah. As a little kid. Not that little kids are hot. That's so creepy. But you get it, right? I get it. I get it. <laughs> so Jenny McCarthy, you made so people you had your own people. Yeah, I had my own talk show <laughs> that cool. I made my friends participate in. Oh yeah. Um yeah, we would make these videos and we would always make funny videos. And um yeah, it was just I I remember there was one time because I went to Catholic school and my mom told me more recently, I, f- I forgot about this, but she goes, do you remember when Sister Mary Angela like called me into her office to tell me you were making lesbian sandwich videos? And I was just like, what the fuck? What? I know I've only I like my mom told me that this Christmas and I was like, no, I do not remember that. Also, what are lesbian sandwiches? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I Googled it. It's literally a lesbian making a sandwich. Oh, cool, cool. No, no. But she, so my friends and I, we, we had just kind of found out like what it was to be gay, like what it meant to be gay and like, you know, sixth and seventh grade. And we th- thought it was very funny and amusing. You can cut this out if you want, if it's no. offensive. But um, we would literally, my mom was like, you guys would like stand together, all stand together back to back and be like, we're a lesbian sandwich. Like we had no idea what we were talking about. And I think one of my friends who wasn't super in our tight friend circle told her mom, who was very strict and religious, who then told the fucking nun principal that I was making like I was some lesbian porn director. <laughs> what a fun squasher. I know. I know. So, um, so you were just yeah. funny. I was funny. It blossomed when you felt comfortable and when you were in one space. Yes, like. exactly. T- 
Totally. And then in high school, did you do plays? Were you cheerleader? What happened? I went to an all girls high school and I was wild. I drank a lot. And yeah, I played lacrosse my first two years and I was like the captain and I was always popular and I was like fun and popular and um, you always had great hair. I've always had really good hair. Sorry. I just, I have to own what I, what I am. Um, uh, I, but also I had a lot of hair everywhere all over. We so when Justine got here, I was telling her, I realized I had like random hairs that like, yeah. needed to be plucked. Yeah. And she was like, just laser everything. Yeah. I mean, that's what I had to do. So it's like, you get a lot of hair on your head and you also are a monster everywhere else. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I was, I ran with, we were wild, we drank, we partied. And were then, your parents cool with that stuff? Yeah, they were pretty cool. Um, like if they would go, like I, it wasn't like they were the parents being like, come on over and I'll pour you a drink. I'm but the cool mom. Yeah, that they were like aware. I never felt like I had to hide anything really. And they totally knew when I was drunk. I mean, I would get in trouble. They'd be like, you can't go out for one night. But like. They knew I was getting shit faced a lot. You I know? was so stupid. Like I used to smoke cigarettes in my parents' car, and like now as an adult, like if anyone smokes a cigarette, any like within five hours of me being around them, I'm like, Ugh, gross. Yeah, it, yeah. And I used to lie about it and like Hilarious. pretend like I didn't do it. And they're like, "We know you're doing so it." So funny. I know. It's <laughs> like we don't think parents were ever young and cool no. ever. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see you being a cool mom. You're a really cool player. I'm the coolest dog mom. No. Meanwhile, cut to me being like, what's she eating? What is it? <laughs> I'm like, I can't have an actual human. Yes, you can. Wait, do you want kids and to get married so. and all that? I mean, I would maybe get married, but I don't know if I want kids. I just want more dog kids. More dog kids. That's yeah. great. I don't know if I want kids either. So wait. You didn't give a shit about like the Denver Broncos or going to sports games when you were little? Not really. I my parents always took me to Fenway when I was little, little. Like in the summers. We would always go to Fenway and watch Red Sox games. So I think that's why that's the only team I feel any sort of allegiance to. (laughs) I mean, when the Broncos are in the Super Bowl, I'm excited when they win. Don't get me wrong. But it is hard though when it's them versus the Patriots. I do feel very torn. Like my cousin is named Brady after Tom Brady. Whoa. my family is, they're hardcore, like, Boston Patriots. Red so they'd Sox be fans. excited if you were on, so Gronkowski is hosting comedy shows now. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. So you should try to get on that show. Oh, my God, I should. And have it be in Boston. Yes. He just filmed a Boston house party with Demi Lovato. I think it was yesterday. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's doing, like, pop-ups now. Do it. <laughs> Go get it. Gronk. Get it, Gronk. <laughs> That's, so what, how did you end up in L.A.? My dad, like I said, is a producer and he was working, he, I was going to say long story short, but this will probably end up being a long story. But he, in high school, he got a job working for the Hallmark Channel Mm -hmm. and he took it, but he commuted back and forth so that they didn't move me again. Um, Because I was just starting high school and I was like, I finally made friends and I can be funny and make lesbian sandwich videos. Don't take me away. Um, (laughs) So L.A. was always like a second home. We, we would come out here a bunch. You know, he had a, a place and we would come out here a lot. And then in he came back to Denver and opened his own company. And he was doing a lot of work for Disney. And there was one summer in college. Um, it was after my sophomore year that he was coming out just for the summer to work on a project. And um he was like, why doesn't, why don't we all go out? So my mom, my dogs, we all came out and it was just going to be for the summer. And then I was like, I'm never going back. 
bye <laughs> and i just stayed forever so now i live here now and here yeah <laughs> And I never finished college. That, well, you're killing it for someone that didn't finish college. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I was watching videos about Eminem's career mm-hmm. and he dropped out of high school. So, you know, I get, you know, <laughs> I mean, if you want to do this, you really don't have to like, it's not like something you can really learn, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you just have to kind of get out and do it as opposed to like being, I mean, going to college is great. Go learn your craft, whatever. But I don't know. I think with creative stuff, real life experience can be just as valuable. Oh, for sure. I used to get into fights with my parents every year. I would come home from college and be like, I'm quitting. Yeah. I'm moving to New York city. Like I'm not, I'm not yeah. doing this anymore. I don't love it. Like I can't. Yeah. And they were like, no. And like, I'm happy I have like a yeah. college degree, but like, what's your degree in <laughs> drama? Yes. <laughs> Girl. Right. I'm like, guys, yeah. With a minor in public relations. Hilarious. <laughs> So good, <laughs> which I don't think I needed college for that. But like I, I was in a sorority and, you know, did dance team and theater. And so just did all the things. But I definitely I feel like it hurt me like starting four years later than like everyone else that was going to New York City yeah. and like auditioning like when they were 17. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, I was 20 when I got out and I already at that point was like, I'm almost over the hill, you know, <laughs> which isn't true. It's not. But I mean, I think if you're just acting, because I came out just for acting at first. Okay. It's, it's, um, it is kind of over the hill. It is. And unless you have famous parents yeah, ex- or you're a supermodel, which yeah. like you're almost like, it's, thank you. if you were taller, thank you then- so much. <laughs> Uh, we're all supermodels if we're taller. Uh, no, but were you chubby when you moved out here? No, 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 no. I lost weight in um, high school when I stopped guzzling beer and like dominating 12 packs of Krispy Kreme donuts. Yeah. 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 So I slimmed down and I was, I was, um, you know, cute and tiny. And I, um, did you live by yourself? Like what, tell everyone what like a starter kit for moving to LA is like and becoming well, an actress. I don't really know because I didn't really have one. Cause again, it was only supposed to be for the summer. So then I said I wasn't leaving and started hanging out with Jason Alexander. <laughs> so that's the starter kit. <laughs> Hang out with Jason Find Alexander. A D-list celebrity yeah. to cling on to. Yep. Um, and basically my parents, my dad had a lot of business out here. So he was like, whatever, we'll just keep this apartment and you can live here and we'll come back and forth. So that's kind of what they did. And then I moved out on my own and then they finally ended up moving back. And cause you know, his parents are older and stuff. So, but, um, yeah, he still comes out and does work out here from time to time, but I mean, he's older, so he's slowed down. He probably like schooled you about what was happening. Yeah. I mean, I got my first agent from him, you know, from him, but uh, all of the, um, like all of the most meaningful connections in my career have come from me doing stand up. So I, I mean, it's great to have family and stuff, but at the end of the day, like, you really need someone who sees you for what you do and gets it and is excited about it. You know what I mean? Um, that segues perfectly into why you started doing stand up and how that happened. I mean, <laughs> I started while well, I was in all these very dramatic acting classes, like Ivana Chubbuck and oh, stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I am not taking that. Like, does I, is everyone really taking this seriously? Like, it's it felt very comical to me and I was like this isn't the right place these are not my people and then someone suggested I try groundlings Mm -hmm. and then I was got 
fell in love with comedy and did Groundlings and people would suggest that I do stand up and I was like, no, no, I'm an actress. I do improv. I don't do stand up. That's for like fat old men, basically. And um, then I was waiting for one of the upper levels at the Groundlings in the school and um, the wait list for those like could take months like year like at this point it was like a year and a half so I was like I guess I'll try stand up in this downtime and I did and it just felt like a better fit immediately from the get-go so yeah it was kind of crazy yeah it was very kismet you know you know the first stand-up class I ever took was at the Groundlings really Mm -hmm. oh that's so funny with who I can't even remember his name he was a stand-up comic that was doing like a guest stand-up comedy class oh fun and I was already in class there and I was like well I'll just take this thing and that was the first time I ever did stand-up oh that's so funny people started at the ground oh my god yes Wait, who were your teachers? Um, Karen. Oh, Karen Moriyama. She's scary as fuck. Yes. Like <laughs> <laughs> that, that might be part of why I didn't go back is because I was so scared to have Karen. <laughs> we would be sitting in class and all the other classes, we would hear them like roaring with laughter and like having fun. And we would all just be silent. Just like hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. Which is like the worst thing when it comes to an acting class. Yeah, totally. Or improv When class. did you take Groundlings? Oh God, this was five years ago. Maybe? Oh, okay. F- five or six years ago. Mine was like 12 years ago. Got it. So it. long ago. Because you were like 12 when you took it. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was 12. I'm 24. Yeah. So what's your best advice for the meatballs if they want to start doing stand-up? Like, did you just start going to open mics? Did you have friends that did it? Yeah, I think I just started hitting this. I mean, I just, I did it once, like I said, and um, it went okay. And then I just kept doing it. And that was that, you know? Yeah. Can you tell them the story of you getting passed at the comedy store? I'm not passed yet. What? Your name no. is on the wall. No, it's not. What? No. I always thought you were passed no. there. No. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. I, I've imagined it in my mind You know mind what's then. so funny is like, well, we could talk about that after. That would have to get cut out, too. Cool, cool. <laughs> talked, Stephanie Sambari, one of my past guests, talked about it, but my thing ran out of space. Oh. And like, we thought we were recording and we didn't. So it like what did missed she say? all of that. Well, she said it was just really tough because everyone was, I, I think you were in the same like yeah. crew and yeah. you guys were about to kind of get past yes. and then they changed. Yep. And I had management. just done Montreal just for laughs. Yeah. And I was like, which is like a big thing. It's a huge deal. And I was like, I'm going to come. And it was the week I was like, I'm going to come back and I'm going to tell Tommy, the old booker, that I, I was like, I can't wait to tell him I just did Montreal. This is going to be the thing that propels me to the next level. And I literally the Monday after Montreal week, he had been fired. Yeah. It was like within days. So they kind yeah. of did like a clean sweep. Yeah, of- they did a clean sweep and now they do it a different way. I mean, the comedy store is great and it's packed and I run my show there and I love it there but um I am not past there yet that's so funny yeah well it seems a like lot of people are. think I'm past yeah, there oh no, I 100% thought that you were past there yeah and I thought I've seen you maybe I've mixing it up with Justin Martin probably I mean Justin's <laughs> name is a lot like mine so that's actually how Justin and I first met is we were doing the Laugh Factory together and our names were back to back and someone introduced me as Justin Martindale. That's amazing. And then from then we're like, let's be best friends. Yes. We, I, I need to get both of you on the show at the same time. Oh, we're the best together. Yeah. We used to live together and we had a podcast called Just. Yeah, we used to live together. 
for a year. And then we had a podcast called Justin and Justine. And how cute. I know. <laughs> we're pretty cute. And Just- tonight we're taking hip hop together. Oh my God. Where are you guys taking hip hop? Crunch. <gasps> oh, I have to work tonight. No. Or I come. Is it Gerald's class? No, I think it's Demetrius is oh, the gentleman's name. Is. I'm trying to get the class I teach. Plyo Jam. Everyone should come um, at Crunch. Where's what is Plyo Jam? I, it's tomorrow morning if you're not busy. Um, My God. I teach every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. It's a dance studio in Brentwood, which I know is kind of like driving to Vegas. Oh, but that's so fun, though. Yeah, it's more dance academy and or more dancing. And it's really it's just an hour of straight dancing, high cardio, plyometrics. It's really oh, fun. Oh, I love that. We just shot. We had a shoot on Monday, which... So we had, you listeners know some of my past guests. It was Rachel O'Brien's birthday on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So Stassi Schroeder planned this whole birthday thing mm-hmm. at the Queen Mary, oh, which is like this haunted ship. Right. And um, I had a big like fitness dance shoot the next oh, day. Oh, so fun though. It's really fun, yeah, but, but it was an right aggressive after, night yeah. of yeah, like dinners and ghost tours at 10 o'clock. And then we like, we're like, let's get in trouble. So we like, yeah. we're just like roaming the halls of the ship at like 4 a.m. trying Perfect. to find ghosts and yeah and so then that it's was cool. dance time <laughs> and then it was dancing outside for like eight hours oh my god Monday. that's insane but we did we did a really cool routine to humble oh cute yes it's really good and then lady gaga's the cure which is like a really pretty like sexy like fun yes. dance and then this the song stay is it Haley? i forget her name oh yeah yeah seinfeld yeah so we had to shoot all those which is really fun and they'll be up on the youtube site and you guys oh, can yay. work out to them yourselves oh my god i'm so excited yeah but we're trying to get plyo jam here at crunch yeah because there's nothing like it there oh good yeah because like the hip-hop classes are good they're dance classes yeah, but, but they're not like a cardio it's class. not cardio yeah. where this like i had to build up stamina to teach this just because you can't there's no breaks in between the songs and like I have to have 10 times more energy than right. anyone else. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I used to teach Tybo and I would. T- <laughs> oh People call me the Tybo Nazi because I was really hard because I used to be fat. So I think that's part of it, too. I started mm-hmm. doing t- I started stopped drinking and started doing Tybo and I like got very fit and very into fitness and stuff. Did but- all the boys come a run in when you got really fat? Yes. <laughs> like, oh, like, oh, you you motherfuckers are so transparent, you know? <laughs> And again, it's not like I was obese. I say I was fat like I was like enormous. I was like Brittany at her high weight, Got you know? It. Yeah. So just a little thicker. Like give me more performance. Yeah. Like give me more. Okay. Like a little soft, you know? That was me all throughout college, which is funny because that's when I wore the most crop tops in my life. Same. That's when <laughs> I literally would wear these tiny Abercrombie these tennis skirts with no underwear. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And my friends and I, we would go up to Vail in the mountains and there was this lacrosse shootout every year and we would go up and just like fuck all these lacrosse players. <laughs> I was a bad girl in high school. That's fine. I was fine. pretty bad. I was pretty bad end of high school and college. Yeah. Those are my like bad years. And then I moved to LA. I dated a guy right off the bat and then he kind of like, he was just, he was like 10 years older than me mm. and like at 22, you don't realize like a 33 year old isn't going to want a relationship with you. Yeah. And so, and he was like a fuck boy from like oh, yeah. Hermosa. Oh, bye. And so, so after that, I was like celibate. I was like, that's it. I can't trust anyone in L.A. Oh, no. So I didn't have sex for a year in L.A. You know, that's kind of what happened with the person I mentioned earlier. Really? Yes. I was like kind of hurt. And I was you can't you close up. That's it. Close, I was like, close up. <laughs> close up shop. 
Shop's closed for We're a while. locking it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I started dating comedians, which <laughs> the worst uh, shop to open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a bad uh, place to open for business. I, you know, I had a really like hardcore rule when I started. I was like, I'm never fucking a comic ever. <laughs> And I wore a blazer with elbow patches and I think people thought I was a lesbian yeah, because I, do it. yeah, I mean, also I just, I was like, shut it down immediately. I wasn't flirty. I was just like, I want to be taken seriously. And you know, then a few years went by and I was like, well, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, you know, test the waters a little bit. Well, mine, I only dated them because of, I wasn't doing stand up yet and I didn't think I would ever do it. Oh. And I was working at the laugh factory. Oh, so I didn't know that. Yeah. I worked there for two years. Did you work there? What years were they? I was like the Sarah Mello, Jen Galata. Like I was there. It was right when Chris D'Elia was kind of like coming up. It uh-huh. was when Dane was like working out like his new special. It was, I'm trying to think. Like Dove Davidoff was there all the time. Natasha Leggero was there all oh, the time. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was really, it was like 2008 to 2010. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got to meet a lot of comics. Right. And date. <laughs> and, and you know whatever um yes yeah and it also like without me and even after I stopped working there I never thought I would do stand-up right and it was a cool like training ground because I was there almost every single night having to like watch them and oh, hear everything great. and just talk to people without having like intentions like I didn't seem thirsty or needy right 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 because it was just kind of like well what's up yeah totally <laughs> you know so yeah it was kind of weird that's and then cool though it became like a bucket list thing years later where I was like fuck it I'll just take pretty funny women just because I just want to do it oh I did pretty funny woman because I wanted to do her shows and the yeah. only way you're able to do them is if you take her class <laughs> which cool mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever you got dirty funny dirty, dirty sexy, sexy funny, funny. <laughs> um yeah when did that happen was that after just for laughs no that was the year before so it was 2013 we shot it and then mm-hmm. it came out in 2014 and that was a pretty good year for me I got like NACA nationals and then I got just for laughs and that came out and was like a pretty big thing and um what was like how did Jenny find you how what happened well (laughs) you were like the baby in the group like you were like the coveted spot you were like the hot funny as fuck like oh thank you um I was the baby and um especially when Tiffany Haddish ended up because she started to really blow up not because but she was already pretty and then it just like really blew up for her and yeah. so she didn't do the tour or anything after the special with us so then I really came off like the baby because I was still in my 20s and everyone else was in their 40s but it was so good touring with them like they're all these veteran beasts like Lynn Coplets and Is she the really pretty one brunette she used to look like I mean she's still she's older but she like literally looked just like Cindy Crawford yes yes I think she's hysterical yeah she watched her when I was little and I love so her. funny <sighs> and Tammy Pescatelli who's yeah. amazing like all these veterans that I got to go around with and tour and they like gave me all their notes and feet. It was like just great. But I got it because Jenny was looking to do um, a special like Vince Vaughn's Wild West comedy, mm-hmm. whatever uh, jam. I That's not the name of it, but you know, um, so she was trying to do a female version and she was showcasing girls for like two years 
So I showcased at the store for her. I showcased at the Laugh Factory for her. Like she was just, they, they looked at so many girls. And then it kind of went away for a second. And then I did, um, I remember Jade said to me, Jade Catapretta, she was like, because we had both showcased a couple times for it. And she was like, she's so good about, she's not one of those people who's like, I'm not going to tell anyone because it, it like, oh yeah, she's very open. Like she knows what's meant for her will be. And if she shares and for like, she told me, she was like, have your people reach out. They're looking for comics again. So I told my agent at the time and he was like, okay, I'll keep an ear out. And then I ended up um, getting booked at the Cabo comedy festival. And I had a really good set there at 11 a.m. at a um, Cabo Wabo. <laughs> it must have been a damn good set. It, honestly, <laughs> I think they learned because the day before, everyone was like, the set, the because ta- we were taping for Nuvo, that network. I don't even know what it is, but I have is been on. Is it network? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> they the day before, everyone was like, it was terrible. No one wanted to be there. It's in broad daylight. And so then I think they realized they need to get the audience drunk. Yes. So for ours, me and Ben were on it and Jeff die. And our crowd was so good. I had an incredible set. Um, I, and then like shortly thereafter, I, my agent called me and was like, we got an offer for dirty, sexy, funny. So it was like very strange and not related to the, the showcase that I had done necessarily. Yeah. I think it was just collectively. Oh, I also had done an MTV showcase at the laugh factory that I think some of the people, cause that was produced by levity. So levity, some levity people were in the audience at the laugh factory and saw me there and then saw me in Cabo do well. And then we're like, let's, we get it now. Yeah. Let's <laughs> it's her time. Yes, it is. Was that so. nerve wracking for you? Like, or were you kind of just like already seasoned because you had done the sets and everything so much that for it, the Jenny McCarthy the taping for the taping, I wasn't nervous at all. It's like when I already have booked it, I'm like, I just have this. Um, I'm just like, if something has come to me, I truly believe I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was fun, you know, and I was first up and it just, it was really good. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it was nerve wracking. It was just really exciting, you know, and I was still a tour guide at universal at the time. So it was like, I love that you did I that. know I was that a tour guide for seven years not to brag. Is that um, why you go to Harry Potter world all the time. You know, I took a long time off. I think it's because Harry Potter world wasn't at universal when I worked there. Got it. So now it feels like a new place. Cause so much has changed. Um, I still haven't been, I'm dying to go. It's so fun. And also I have such a hookup there. Like I don't ever have to, I always get front of the line passes. My friends always have passes. Can we do like a double date? Yes. That will be fun. Always. My boyfriend's triple date. Yes. With Loie and Erica. I mean, they have season passes, so they're in. But yeah, I just, I love fun and I love theme parks and. I love a good theme park. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. And I love movies. So I've always loved Universal. I got a little sick of it and didn't feel like I ever needed to go back when I worked there for seven years. But um, now it's been, you know, like almost four years since I worked there. So. So the jokes that you would do during the dirty, sexy money set, was it like the Jurassic um, wedding? Yeah, my Jurassic. Oh, no. You know what? I don't even think. I think I did Jurassic Park wedding in the. Um, taping, but I don't think it made the final cut. It didn't. No, okay. I'm pretty sure it was um, my stuff about being single and binge eating donuts. And I know my hand job bit was in there. I think there was a bit about 
booty calls that I don't, I can't even remember anymore. And then, um, but I do remember they said something to me. They were like, can you update this reference? It's kind of a 90s reference. And that's kind of my like thing. thing. Your brain is just stuck in the 90s. It is. It helps for the show you're it writing It helps on. for, but my, it's so funny because I always do. I mean, you know, like writing packets and stuff. Yeah. And my boyfriend's always like, I mean, there's a lot of 90s references. And I was like, finally, when I got hired on 90s house, I was like, thank, th- thank you. I can finally put all, yeah, I can put all these uh, unusable references to work. So I really wanted to talk to you about this transitioning from being single and to finally talking about like being in a relationship on stage. Like when did you get rid of those single jokes or do you still do them? I still do them if I'm doing an hour, if I'm headlining and I did them for my album and stuff, but, um, I frame them differently. I do frame them like I used to be single. Um, Okay. Yeah. So I just changed the wording a little bit. And it's more of a journey now of like, this is how it was and this is how it is now. But I remember I retired those jokes after Montreal because I had a boyfriend at the time, but I had it had kind of all happened like in because you know you I mean with Montreal you showcase you start showcasing early in the year like maybe April I mm-hmm. think is when they start so that was kind of when we started seeing each other so I was still doing my single material but then by the time he was actually my boyfriend by the time I was doing Montreal I was still doing the single material and I remember I think someone like leaned over and said something to someone who actually knew me they were like there's no way she's single because I'm wearing this like little like half shirt and a leather skirt and like black booties and I mean I came to like play in Montreal <laughs> like um so yeah I think after that after someone was there's no way she's single I was like mm, I should probably retire them it just doesn't feel if it doesn't feel authentic I have to stop you know that's kind of how I've been feeling lately yeah. I've been th- like sprinkling in and changing stuff just yeah. because it's just it doesn't feel right yeah it and doesn't I wanna, like lie to people yeah <laughs> and that's how I felt and it just felt like I was like okay I can do it for and also he was a long distance boyfriend so it was like no one knew the difference but I knew you know for sure and now he lives here because this pussy is good is that good mm-hmm. you guys live together we do who makes the bed <laughs> not me anyone who's follows me on instagram knows that i never make the bed my boyfriend gets so mad at me he's like everyone thinks we our room is like a bomb exploded <laughs> just even post all these like hot mirror selfies <laughs> but my bed is just like there's a dog bed on top of the bed oh, yeah. It, yeah it's like not hot <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but, you know, people need to accept all of me. <laughs> she was telling me earlier that she, they have a one and a half bathroom. So the half bathroom is her like glam squad closet. It is. It's so good. There's actually enough. It's, it's kind of, it's under a staircase for like where you walk up to go to the upstairs unit. So there's this weird space in there that we put um, a dresser with, a TV on it and there's in the bathroom there's a Roku in there so you can watch Saved by the Bell and get ready or take a poo or yeah it's pretty great I think the key to any happy lasting relationship is separate bathrooms totally I, I think that's very necessary I mean it's really great you know <laughs> I and he's like you can put all your girly shit in there so have fun <laughs> go to you yeah it's filled with tiaras and Pretty and pink posters. It's really good. Oh wait, did you ever get the um? What's the reference? The Jake Ryan from Sixteen Candles tattoo. 
No, <laughs> I really wanted it. When did I talk about that? You did, talked about that. I, I think it was on an episode of Between the Sheets. I was just like, oh, yeah, I wanted like, it. Did and she get it? No. <laughs> and everyone was like, no, all my dudes, all my dude friends were like, no guy's going to want to go down on you if you have another dude's name tattooed. I don't think they care. If I don't either. There. I mean, I've I've asked Mitch, my boyfriend, and um. And he's like, what? He, I don't think he would care. He gets it. You know? Yeah. He got me Jake Ryan earrings for Valentine's Day oh, one year. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's adorable. Yeah. He's pretty sweet. He is. I still haven't. I've, I think I've met your boyfriend like once or twice. Yeah. He's quiet. He's not. <laughs> we yeah. were talking about that, that there can't be two superstars in yeah. the relationship. <laughs> Clearly, you and I are the stars. <laughs> you know. You know. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of always at like a 12 or like. Yeah. You know, and yeah, he's I always it. coasting evenly. At yeah. Like a seven. Yeah. It's fine. It's yeah. all good. Totally. What's the best donut place in L.A.? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I love a good Krispy Kreme, like fresh, hot out of the oven. So, I mean that. But I, other than that, I think there's one... Um, called California Donuts. That's that? it's east. It's on um it's Vermont and Santa Monica. It's like in that kind of East Hollywoodish area. That's great. There's always a line. And then there's one in um Santa Monica called Santa Monica called is it SK? It's either DK or SK Donuts and it's on is it on Santa Monica over there too? It's on either Santa Monica or Wilshire, I There's think. A lot of good shit on Santa Monica. So good. <laughs> For all of you that live in LA or visit. But yeah, look at those places. I have to say that Santa Monica place is probably the best. Yasser introduced me to it and it's so good. It's like there's one donut with like fresh strawberries in it. Oh. oh, and then I got a donut bite that had cookie dough in it. Whoa. Yeah. I'm vegan now, so I'm boring. I know. What the fuck? When did that happen? Um, It happened when I couldn't stop putting <laughs> ice cream and donuts and cupcakes <laughs> into my mouth. And I was like, maybe I should. Actually, you know what? I was I was at the Irvine Improv and I got Yogurtland after a set. And then I got aggressive food poisoning. And I don't know if it was from like, Yogurtland, but because it was the last thing I ate, I was like, I'm never eating dairy again. And I was already a vegetarian at that point. So... So why not? Why not? That's why I feel like you have really like glistening skin and thank you, you. look very healthy. Thank you. don't you. look like you eat dairy. Thank you. I eat a ton of dairy. I would be disowned from my family if I didn't eat dairy. I know. Though. I mean, it's hard for my family to understand. I mean, they're Italian, you know, mm-hmm. so it's kind of. It's tough. It's tough. They're it's like, tough. what do you eat? I don't understand it. <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah, basically. <laughs> So when I went to meet my boyfriend's family, apparently one of the family members, girlfriends or wives is vegan. Mm. And I learned very quickly that they like that. I'm not vegan. <laughs> I feel obnoxious. I'm, but here's the thing is most vegans feel superior to everyone. I feel shame because <laughs> as a person who was formerly like stuffing cupcakes and gallons of ice cream into my face, like I, I know the stigma of how you view a vegan but whatever I just do it honestly because otherwise I will like binge eat all the all the all things, the things out. all the things I'm gonna binge eat those chocolate peanut butter cupcakes when you leave they look so good <laughs> it's it's a real problem though no, it's gonna be bad oh well whatever whatever I, what else do I want to know I before before we wrap this up oh I want to know who influenced you 
Like, do you have anyone you love or look up to? I mean, I love Chris Rock. I yes. when I started, it was Jerry Seinfeld and Chris Rock. I know that's so like <laughs> generic, but actually, I'd say Larry David is probably my favorite comedy person. Um, I just think he's so funny and takes the tiniest thing and you know really blows it up into a like he like stays on one thing so hard and focuses on it so like he can create a whole episode of television from one tiny little moment Mm -hmm. in his day and I just think that's incredible and that's what I try to do more because I'm kind of like sometimes I find that I like touch on a joke and then I move on and I think I could like expand more on certain premises and areas of my comedy. And I think he's really good at doing that. And I just think he's hilarious too. He, he is. His yeah. show's coming back. I know. I'm so excited. Yes, I love it now for October. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I know. It's so good. <laughs> It'll be here before we know. I know. Right. It's, it's so fine. much to look forward to. <laughs> Jakers Newberg once gave me advice on just like writing jokes. He was like, it has to be like your main bit or like thought is like a tree trunk and everything else is just like little branches and leaves off yeah. of that and like keep staying on it. Yeah. And building upon it. Yeah. No. I love J. Chris. I know. I spoke with him on the phone just like an hour before I came over here. I love that. Yeah. I miss him. I haven't seen him in a while. He's a big fan of you too. I love him. Yes. Oh, cute. We're so I knew him dubby. before I even did stand up. We were in an acting class together. Oh god. I cannot picture him in an acting class. I know, it was so funny. <laughs> no, but the teacher loved him because he didn't give a shit, you yeah, know? That's usually how it works. Yeah, and I remember he always gives me shit because there was a mirror in class and I would always just it would be like here next to you next to me and I, he was like you would just stare at yourself <laughs> I had yeah. bangs at the time so I was like making sure my bangs looked okay you know there are a lot to take care of bangs are a full-time job it I'm not really gonna is. lie yeah no. bang life <laughs> bang life um do you still consider yourself basic you know <laughs> I do think I'm basic but I think that I have a self-awareness about it that makes me not basic you know that's very true I think true basics don't see that they're basic you know what I mean like they're they don't see the humor and like their actions and their that's basicness just their actions yeah and that's that's, that's how yeah. they live yes exactly but yeah I am I'm still pretty basic I like that I like it you're basic yeah it's fine I feel like I wanted to be a little more basic than I actually was when we were auditioning we auditioned for this show oh yeah just so, so you may see each other at some auditions i get it yeah <laughs> it's yeah. fun i get more excited about seeing her than ac- the actual audition same <laughs> <laughs> no but you guys were a perfect fit um, oh gabby and yes. me gabby conti who also was on the podcast yes too bad that <laughs> abcd didn't find that it would be a perfect fit for their network <laughs> even though we shot 10 episodes but that's how like this industry works like no it is <laughs> I was so excited and like Eliza Schlesinger's uh little show was on, show was on it and I was yeah. like fuck yeah this is gonna be dope it's 10 episodes like Gabby and I were the lead anchors it was so incredible it was so well done and it was a lot of work we shot like five 12 hour days and then it was just like <laughs> never came out. Just kidding. <laughs> JK, that was cool. Thanks for my check. Bye. <laughs> yeah. But you became really good friends with RJ from that, right? I know yeah. I am. RJ is one of my 
best friends. I love him. I we, love, we need to do a Britney dance night. I know. Well, you know, he and his boyfriend, his boyfriend loves Britney. We're going to Britney um, for New Year's. <gasps> we're going to Vegas and oh. we're going to see Britney on the 30th. That's amazing. I know. I love They've it. seen Britney like a few times in Vegas. Have you been? I've been once. It wasn't during the prime of it, though. I it haven't was, been. I went too early. Mm. <laughs> I'm going for the closing. <laughs> You're, it's going to be epic. I want some really good <laughs> stiff arm <laughs> movements, Brittany. What's your favorite Brittany song? Uh, I, I mean, honestly, I, I love Oops. And, oh, I see it. I see a game happening. <laughs> <laughs> I love Oops, but I also, there are a few that, didn't get released as singles that I love like let me hold on (laughs) I just made a playlist the other day (laughs) um hang on let me see uh it's like uh, sorry I I just I really need to share this playlist with you it of course has mask off my new favorite song oh but don't go knocking on my door what it's like to be me and can't make you love me I thought we're all like bangers (laughs) Sorry, this is my this is my workout mix. It's Britney, 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 Mask Off by Future, NSYNC, NSYNC, Mace from 2004, and Mace from 97. I mean, this is great. This I mean, is, I don't know what more you need. I know. I need to work out with you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, since you said that oops was... Um, oops, but oops is... Ugh. So good. One of your favorites. So normally at the end of my podcast, I have each guest do a Lady Gaga lyrics read. Oh. Yes, because she retweeted a parody we did, and now right. I think we're best friends. Oh, my God. You are. We are. And so, like, I want her to be a guest. She's originally born in New Jersey. So it's you like You guys a have thing. so many connections. It's like a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll eventually have a pizza restaurant. Her family, she bought one for them. Yeah, exactly. It's cool. You it's, get it. It's happening. Yeah, it is. It's fine. Um, But I figured we'd do a special Britney read. Oh, my God. This yes. Week. Yes. So and you can do it. Just it's an interpretive read. I think you're good at improv. You can do a Jersey accent. You can do a Boston accent. You could do a Britney accent. You could do just you as Justine okay. reading the lyrics. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Yeah. They're kind of weird on the page, but you could start wherever you want. It's up to you. <laughs> if you need to take a moment. I love this. <laughs> I wait, what were the other, cho- like, I love that you had all the <laughs> slave slave. What it was between oops and slave it was slave baby one more time circus and work bitch. Oh, which one do you want? Do you want? No, no. I mean, Ooh, Oops is probably my favorite. <laughs> that red jumpsuit. Ooh. Damn. And that choreo. Oh, I know. You know it now. I know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I think I did it again. I made you believe we're more than just friends. Oh, baby. It might seem like a crush, but it doesn't mean that I'm serious. Because to lose all my senses, that is just like so typically me. Oh, baby, baby. (laughs) Oops, I did it again. I played with your heart, got lost in the game. Oh, baby, baby. Oops, you think I'm in love? That I'm sent from above? I am not that innocent. (laughs) (laughs) You see, my problem is this. I'm dreaming away, wishing that heroes, they truly exist. I cry watching the days. Can't you see I'm a fool in so many ways? But to lose all my senses, (laughs) that is just so typically me. Baby, oh, 
yeah, 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 yeah. All aboard, Brittany. Before, oh, I love that you have this written in. <laughs> the what? What was that though? It was really so stupid. It was so dumb, and I it was like the old lady dropped it into the ocean in the end. Yeah, but why? What? Why? 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 Had, it was like not in the same time. Pe- no, it was like it was so random. It was so random. It was like that was that movie came out four years ago. It has nothing to do with this song. You're in space. My favorite part of that video, though. Is when she goes to meet him. She have you seen? I mean, you've obviously seen the video, but she she's in the red jumpsuit, and then she like sees him, and then she like flips. Just like <laughs> she does all these flips, Her and hair then is the best part. Of yeah, that. and then she like stops right in front of him in a white skirt, and she's like, "Hey!" And then she flips back away. <laughs> It's the best. I miss music videos like that. I do too. <laughs> um, again, I, 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 my favorite thing to do is to get stoned and watch like Britney videos. I, I watched them over and do this. You do anytime. Whenever I can't sleep, I go down like deep old video holes. Yeah, same. And that's, I mean, I'd rather do it with someone else. <laughs> I mean, come, we'll go down the dark hole together. Tell oh, people. baby, baby. <laughs> baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell people how they can dark dive deep hole stalk you uh, and find you. Well, um, I'm always at the Starbucks on Crescent Heights and Sunset. <laughs> uh, no, I, at my Twitter is at Justine Machine. Just like it sounds. Um, my Instagram is at Justine Machine and then the number one because there's some other bitch who thinks she's the machine, but she's not. Apparently not. And then uh, my Facebook fan page is just Justine Marino and come to a show at the Comedy Store. Uh, my dance show is the first Tuesday of the month, uh, every month at 8 p.m. in the belly room. And then we can all hang out with you, Meatballs. So come to the show because I usually come too. Yes, Jacqueline (laughs) does. Oh, and please watch 90s House on MTV, hosted by Lance Bass and Christina Milian. Uh, It starts airing in August. And Justine was a fabulous writer on it. And it's all things 90s. Thank you. Yes, which I love. It's a lot of Britney, bitch. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, I'm definitely going to have viewing parties for that. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for rating and reviewing and for being so positive. If you have any questions for me or Justine, just email me at whatsyourjersey at gmail.com. Uh, Justine, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Blair, you're the best. Blair crushed <laughs> this podcast. You really did. You like both this. made all of my Britney dreams come true. Oh, good. We might have to do a part two with like you and RJ and Justin. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And all the gay men together. <laughs> all of it. And oh. I mean, myself too oh well, no yes and all the hair flipping from yes. me that'll yeah. be me you guys yep. can't see that but it'll happen yep um so i hope you meatballs have a great week and thank you for listening i'll see you on the Just flip side bye because you were born this way baby because you were born this way baby Mama told me when I was young, we're all one superstar.